Greetings and welcome to another edition of Trinity Radio, a special Thanksgiving edition where me, Jonathan Pritchett, along with Braxton Hunter, are going to respond to some atheists giving other atheists advice for how to handle Thanksgiving holidays. We got Dr. Braxton Hunter, pretty talented and well-known apologist, shared the stage with the William Lane Craigs to the Mike Laconas to all those guys. Jonathan Pritchett, Dr. Pritchett is here and he is a New Testament guy and does a lot of stuff, a lot of podcasts, a lot of debates, so on and so forth. So is the guy on the left Jerry Lewis and uh, Braxton's trying to be Dean Martin here? <laughs> the straight guy and the funny guy? They gave us nothing but tradition and no argument. All they did was get on this stage, yell real loud, and set a straw man on fire. Okay, now, this, it, I, I, I was not impressed. Hell, Jonathan Pritchett. This Jonathan Pritchett. Fresh and Jonathan Pritchett. Jonathan Pritchett. And respectfully, that sounds like a little bit of a dodge. I'm claiming victory. Where I come from, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. And we're back, and as my co-host said, we are going to be looking at uh, some advice that, uh, I don't want this to be just kind of like a... We're not just trolling these people. The point is... I am. Well, okay, that's that's what you do. But th- th- I want us to learn some valuable lessons here. There are at least a couple of videos here that give not terrible advice. Obviously, the best advice that you could receive um, is that you uh, repent of your sins, not because you're a bad person from a human perspective, but because we're all sinners compared to God's holiness, and trust in uh, Christ and become a Christian, saved from your sins, so that you can actually be thankful for the most important issue that you could ever contemplate about the nature of reality on Thanksgiving morning in fellowship, full fellowship with your Christian family members. Absolutely. But not doing that, there are actually a couple of videos here that are not too bad, but we're going to get through some bad ones first, and... Um, uh, I think you'll. I think most. I think many of my atheist friends will agree with me that some of this is pretty bad stuff. But I think it's stuff that either because of um, emotional outrage, uh, irritation, or um, I don't know something else that con- that is conjured up from the bowels of YouTube Christian and atheist battles. Um, you might fantasize about doing some of the things mentioned here, and we want to help to encourage you that this will probably not go well if that's what you choose to do. Right. Now, one more caveat before we begin, Dr. Pritchett, and I said this um, uh, on a previous take that didn't work out <laughs> because our computer crashed, but I, I, I want to say that uh, for, for some of you out there, I, I do understand. I don't know what you're going through uh, because I've never been through it, and, I, and that's important to mention, I think. But I want to do the kindness of mentioning that for some of you, when you uh, came out as an atheist, however you became an atheist, which is a whole different discussion, but when you let your family know that you were an atheist, your closest family and Christian friends, uh, some of them did not react in a way that was conducive to further conversation or good relationships. Now, uh, in some cases, that perhaps was just pure mean-spiritedness, but I suspect that in most cases, that was out of a fear, perhaps, for you and of what this means to the family dynamic. Um, which are two different things. Uh, it also perhaps was out of uh, deep-seated care and compassion and love for you. Um, people can do the wrong thing for the right reasons. And so, uh, so that's all true. But given all that, I want to do you the kindness of saying, I understand that because some Christians may not have treated you well when you came out, that has resulted in a, an understandable spirit of resentment that you might have that is symbolized by Thanksgiving and that Thanksgiving is emblematic of. And I, I get that. I really do get that. On the other hand, having said all of that, much of what we're going to see here is um, more emblematic of a, 
a first world problem to the extreme, uh, that, that there is a bit of frustration on Thanksgiving. And that's not my words. That's the words of the caller in the first video that we're going to take a look at. So let's begin now looking at Don and Tracy um, as we, uh, they give advice. I just want to make a quick anecdote about a previous call. I called in maybe about six or seven years ago under a pseudonym. And oh, wow. at the time I was a teenager in college and I, it was uh, you, Tracy, and Matt were on. Okay. And uh, basically it was kind of like a couple of calls back you were talking about. I was a teenager who was at college, but my mom was coming and dragging me away to church every week. And I felt like I was going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I was asking for advice about what to do. And basically with my specific scenario, the advice that I got from you guys was to basically just don't rock the boat and wait because I was close to being able to be financially independent and that sort of thing okay stop and, uh, don't rock the boat until you be you know until i'm financially independent so as i'm a teenager and i'm in my college years and my mom keeps dragging me to church because for all intents and purposes i'm still you know a dependent I'm not going to rock any boats. I may, I, he, he but why, Pritchett? Why are you not going to rock, rock boats? Because I want money, and I want this. Uh, I, I, I want to continue to humor my parents so that the cash keeps coming until I can stand on my own two feet and then say, "Ha! I'm an atheist. I've been an atheist, and I was just using." You. No, they won't go into how I was using you for your money, and I didn't want to rock any boats. I, I'm curious as to why he thinks that um, it, the money, the financial support, would have been pulled. That's maybe a different issue but the fact that, that he was going to humor his parents with this church business and that was the advice of the atheist deceive your parents and put on a happy face so that the cash keeps coming that's very honest that's very that's very moral one of the criticisms that i've often heard from a, the atheist crowd that i think is a legitimate criticism of some of the like wealth and prosperity or health and prosperity preachers that then they unfortunately offload onto all of christianity where it doesn't belong is the idea that the manipulation or masking of certain beliefs for financial gain is a bad thing um i agree with that but the manipulation or masking of beliefs for financial gain here um, equally bad. Is equally bad. To moral. In, in just as sleazy a way. Yeah. Not, I'm not saying that this caller is sleazy. I'm saying that's not good advice. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I met up with Matt at a debate in Tennessee a while ago, and I, I told him this, but I, I figured he's probably forgotten, and I wanted to tell you directly, too, that that was absolutely perfect, and that it, it happened that three yeah, or four months down the road, I was in a position that... I was able to break out of that, and so I, I'm not out as an atheist to my family, but I'm in, I have a great rapport with them. Oh, he said he's not, not out. That Stop anymore. that. So he is a liar. See, in a previous take that got... Well, I don't, know that, I don't know that he lied. He's just not out. Lying by omission is lying. Well, dece deceit or deceptive. Lie means de the intent to deceive. Yeah, but I mean, sometimes not telling I'm everything you know. I'm humoring them going to church. I'm humoring them for financial gain, even though I don't believe... Yeah, but sometimes not saying everything you believe isn't necessarily lying. But I do agree with you that, that here we have a pure intent, right? It's a, the it's intent a, it's a, is... It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lie by omission. If you're not rocking any boats and you're going to continue to play the church game... For the intent. ...of money, that's lying. For that. Oh, that cool. Was a, a great uh, outcome, I guess. I'm glad, because uh, there's always yeah. that possibility that somebody calls in one day to say, I took your advice, and man, was that rubbish. So, <laughs> well, it was still rubbish. I'm it glad was rubbish. It was useful. Yeah. Th things can be rubbish yeah. and still work. Th yeah. 
Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Well, um, I just wanted to, to call back just because I, I had something pop in my mind. I, I don't know how much, Donna, if, if you can relate to this, but I, I hope maybe you guys can sort of sympathize with this. So basically the vast majority of my family is very conservative, fundamentalist Christian. And, of course, we've got Thanksgiving coming up, so I'm going to be going back home. And every year, inevitably, it happens that whenever you get enough of my family together, they're going to start talking about religion and either about, you know, having small arguments about their very specific sect of Christianity and, like, trying to convince each other or just reaffirming their own beliefs in a bubble, you know, just kind of circling back. It's just a, a very... Well, now this this a little bit goes back, Pritchett, to the, the you know, fact that... You know, it's like when you're in church, you're just in this bubble. It's like everybody farming. just believes this stuff. Yeah. And then, well, it's like the other day oh, I was saying on, on the last video that you and I did together, Dr. Pritchett, is uh, a, a, a fellow Christian YouTuber posted something like, you know, God is beautiful or God is awesome or something. And someone was like, that's an unfalsifiable belief. That's right, because Christians aren't all the time trying to make arguments to prop up. They're not like self-conscious about what they believe all the time. Sometimes they're just talking about what they believe. Right. And when you get a bunch of Christians together, the most important issue to them in their entire lives might come up in conversation, especially at um, a... Uh, event that happens once a year that is centered around thankfulness. Now, I should go ahead and say that there are a lot of important conversations that have to do with the history of Thanksgiving, what happened, what was right and what was wrong with the history of America and all that kind of, all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. But we understand that today in most Christian households, uh, what's happening on, if it's really a Christian household, on Thanksgiving morning, aside from watching the Macy's, is the Macy's on Thanksgiving? The Macy's <laughs> Day Parade. Aside from that, we're and, and later that day watching uh, a Christmas story. Is it a Christmas story with the Red Ryder BB gun mm -hmm. and all that? Uh, aside from those very important time-honored traditions, uh, there's going to be a lot of discussion about God, and we're going to look at Thanksgiving as an opportunity to show thanks to God. That's, that's the point. And on a worldview show like this, you understand that. And uh, so it should not be a shock. It should not be surprising that that would happen on a day when the whole point of that day is to be thankful to God. Yes. Very yeah. frustrating environment to be in. So okay. I was wondering if Maybe you, you could... Hold on, wait, so you're wondering what? Maybe you could step yeah. up. That's the first world problem. That's the, the most yeah. frustrating thing that this guy is going on right now is I've got to go spend time with my family, awful, and listen to them talk about religion. Oh, terrible. You know what? Again, we've talked about this in the past. There are atheists who can hold, or at least there were, atheists who could hold intelligent conversations about theology. There still and are. And religion. And the, yeah, there still are, but the fewer. Um, it's, look, when I was in barber college, you know what they taught us to never talk about at the barbershop? Politics and religion. You know what the only thing that we ever talked about besides uh, people old enough to have grandkids talk about their grandkids? You know what we talked about? We talked about religion and politics. That's, that's all anyone ever talks about. So surprise, your family's going to get together and they're all Christians and they're going to talk about religious stuff. And and this frustrating? Uh, on but that's the point. It is frustrating. It, he's not saying it's soul-crushing. He's not saying it's ruining his life or anything like that. Maybe it is, but what he presents here is it's frustrating. Well, it's frustrating to me when atheists try to define my terminology for me and tell me that faith means something other than what it means. Uh, that's frustrating to me, but I don't, like, lose my cool over it. Up at the very beginning, and let's set some ground rules this year, and let's, I, I, let's I not talk own. about oh, religion. It's not this business about ground Let's set some ground rules. Uh, you don't come. To, it's like if Zach Noah or Sarah, one of my, you know, one of my kids. Zach Morris. Zach Noah or Sarah. Oh, Zach Noah or Sarah. If is if one of my kids said, "Let's set some ground rules before I get there on Thanksgiving." No, you stay home and 
go reheat a pizza. Yeah. Well, you know, don't set ground rules. If, I, if you're going to my place, now if I come to your house, you can set all the ground rules you like. You come into my house, uh, I'm not, I, no eggshells are going to be laid out on the floor at my house. Suck it up. And it's not that we're not going to, like, I don't know what you're going to do, Pritchett, but like with me, I would make all kinds of accommodations. I love my kids. I would make all kinds of accommodate. Like, I agree not to play uh, all of the U2 Innocence and Experience concert on Thanksgiving Day. That's an accommodation I make. Now, am I within my rights to say, Dadgummit, this is my house instead of the Macy's Day Parade? We're going to play the U2 Innocence and Experience Tour brought to you by Macy's. I, I have every right in my house. But you know what? I'm not going to do that because I love my kids. I'll make accommodations. But on, an, on but well, now, if you, but if it was a day centered around going to the local U2 concert, uh, sorry. And on a day centered around giving thanks to God, yeah, I'm not changing the rules for anybody. Right. For anybody. Now, if I go to your house again, like you said, that's fair. That's a different thing. Uh, of course, I might not go if I'm not allowed to talk about God. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I would like so a uh, Hindu family. Um, some of my clients were Hindu. Okay, uh, some of them were in the family were more nominal than others. Some were devout. All right, uh, but if they ask you out to dinner and you go. I'm not going to go to their house and insist that they have a Christian prayer before we eat. Right. You know, I'm just going to... Or say, no, no, no. I don't want any of that Hindu stuff going on. Right. <laughs> what is this? Indian food? Are you serious? You know what I mean? You, you, you know, I'm not going to do that. So, he... Uh, anyway. Good idea. But what were you wondering? Yeah, okay, I was just sorry. wondering if you guys had any experience or, or tips or tricks with how to turn that I around. I didn't, but you know what? Conversation I... or how to, like... Turn that into a positive. Sit in the yeah. corner and drink some alcohol. I think you should troll <laughs> that conversation. All right, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right? Yeah. Like, you She's about to get sexually explicit here, so yes. you have a few seconds now to pause. As I'm saying this, you might want to pause and skip about two or three minutes because it gets a little bit uh, sexually explicit. So you've been warned. If there are kids present or if you're sensitive to language or sexual conversations, then this is your chance. And by the way, atheists, yes, we are actually a clean show and we're prudes. Family-oriented. Whatever. Say show. what you want. You're in our house this Thanksgiving right. if you're watching this. Yes, and so we give disclaimers like that and don't care that you make fun of it. You should take it in, like, to be very straight. You have to be real straight-faced with it. But somebody comes up, like, there was, I'm not suggesting you maybe go this route, okay? Maybe not this far. But here's the idea, right? So someone called the show to prank us one time, and he basically tried to make an argument that the restrictions on sexuality that were in the Bible gave rise to lots of creative sex because people were trying to do things without, you know, penile vaginal sex. And so we kind of got off on the topic of how Catholicism, you know, like the Catholic girls do whatever. Right. And so we, we got yes. into anal Let's sex and all this. Stop, stop. Because people would have never gotten creative with sexuality if it weren't for Christians making people get married first. Right. Now, I've read my Bible cover to cover. And the Bible does have stipulations about expressing your sexuality with multiple partners outside of marriage. Um, you should, you know, ideally. Now, granted, there's polygamy and there's concubines and Solomon's all that. Never turns out well. Yeah, never. So I, we have other shows about that, but ideally, and the original pattern was one man and one woman in the right, garden. Right. Sexuality is limited to a husband and a wife, right? Not. Not two dudes, not two ladies, a husband and a wife in a covenantal marriage, right? Yes. But nowhere in that Bible that she referred to are there things that say you can't, 
that that you can't do this kind of sexual activity with your spouse. You can't do that kind of. Where is this in the Bible? In fact, not only is it nowhere in the Bible, but Paul's like, yeah, man, if you're get married, if you it's better to marry than burn in lust. Go get married. Yep. You know. You want to have sex? Get married. Right. So I don't I don't know where all of the, these things in the Bible she's talking about. You know why? Because they're not because because she, she didn't say the Bible says you can't. She wasn't talking about homosexuality or anything like she was saying creative sexual acts yes. outside of actual intercourse right and here's the thing Vaginal guess what folks yeah. the data shows that christians have better sex anyway right. i have an article on my website if you go to my blog that provides the data it's called um the name of the my article is do atheists do it better the answer and is no I, the answer is no because uh the data shows that christian married folks have much more fulfilling, enjoyable sexual experiences than uh, non-believers do. And so if you want to have good, this is not the, re the reason to become a Christian, but it's a nice byproduct. If you would like to have better sex, then become a Christian and become monogamous and get married and have at it. Have all That's you want. Right. Have and, all you want. And nowhere in the Bible does it say you can't do that thing with, with your wife or with your husband. It, it, it's not there. All this stuff and it was just kind of i mean it, he was calling joking pranking but it was a funny point right like has right, right. have, have false, restrictions on sexuality the bible led to more to creative sexuality like outside right, of you know normal sex right. like you know the, the normal sex and so if you were to let them make those points and just kind of be like you know that's interesting i'm i wonder like have you ever thought and then just throw in like a wrench <laughs> Like an absolute yeah, but I, I think she, he should take. He, he took her advice. Uh, it took her advice last time. Uh, it turned it out. It to went be well a, because it was basically keep your mouth shut and cash those checks. Lie and, and cash those checks. There's I'm no, not going to say no way lie. Around, there's no way around that. Yeah. Lying by omission is a lie. Well, in a complex way, over a series of years where churches involved and things like that, you would kind of have to deceive in order. Because you're because you're going to have to be in church singing the songs and you're going to have to be Praying, participating in the prayers oh, and all no, these kind of things. No. Uh, you're probably right, but I'm not going to. But on atheism, there's no objective morality, so it's fine. That's right. Uh, the other thing that you made a good point about Pritchett uh, previously was um, that these at the Thanksgiving table, you atheists think that you're so clever that you're going to be the first ones to think of interesting questions about the Bible uh, and even perhaps humorous questions about the Bible. Christians th have thought about that stuff for thousands yes, of years and joked did. about it at Thanksgiving right. and talked about all the stuff that you think would make us prudes so uncomfortable. We've talked about all of it before, yeah. and yeah. we talk about it with better with yeah. on a higher information level don't take her i mean do take the one piece of advice where she said maybe not take it this far yeah don't take it that far where you're talking totally about, don't take it that where far. you're talking about anal intercourse at the dinner table while you're eating turkey is ridiculous i don't want to eat my turkey and think about that yeah don't don't take it that far but by the way are you insane yeah like seriously right uh <laughs> But this is nothing new. Like I, I don't mean, think she's insane. I'm sorry, Tracy, you're not insane. But that's insane advice. Yeah, and and no, you, you, okay. So in my family, we have on my dad's side, it's Methodist and Baptist. On my mom's side, it's Assembly of God, right? And we do talk about the things we have in common. We have things that are differences. Uh, it never gets overly heated because I mean, adults. But I mean, you know, we do have those conversations. But yes, you know what we also do? 
we do a little bit of trolling one another's beliefs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so so the, the Christians are doing that already. So. Like you said before, if Leighton Flowers, our friend who runs a show that's all about a particular view of soteriology, which is the doctrine of salvation yeah. that is not Calvinistic, if he's sitting there with one of his Calvinist family members, and I believe he does have Calvinist yeah. family members, uh, it may come up and they're going to riff each, or, you know, razz each other a little bit about it. But that's fine. That's Who cares? Yes, Leighton will overeat by his own free will and... Uh, the cousin or whoever that's a Calvinist was predetermined to stuff his face. Right, that's right. And, and, yeah. But it's fine. Ha, 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 you yeah. joked about something. Big deal. Right. Uh, but but what's really going on here is the advice is to troll these Christians. Like, first of all, this is where you're going to make your big stand. Number one, you're completely outnumbered. Secondly, you're doing this on a day. No, he said he wasn't out with his family yet. Yeah, but she, okay. So so what he said, what he's saying is... She's giving him advice that you're not, but but make the conversation uncomfortable if you can get away with well, it. Well, like here's the problem with this is not in my family. My family, it's fine on Thanksgiving, but in the kinds of situations that's being described and discussed here, Thanksgiving is already tense enough. Like people are just hoping they can stuff some food down their gullet and get out of there and go home and watch Netflix. That's what's or Disney plus or whatever and captain america again which that's good there's christian themes there but the fact of the matter is nobody's wanting to make this more tense is the advice here to try and make it more tense do you want world war three to explode here and everybody's yelling and screaming and all that kind of stuff and the dog walks through and sees it and thinks he's gone crazy and needs to be wormed and then you all go collapse and your gluttony to watch the world kick a dead pigskin around is that what you're hoping for maybe that sounds like a good time to you what sounds like a good time to me is that we get through this and go home and watch yeah, Netflix yeah but the stereotypical Thanksgiving is going to be contentious and horrible and everyone's going to yell at each other I'm glad that I, I'm thankful we're thankful we don't have that. We don't have that in my We family. love each other and have yeah, a good time. Right. We're not trying to be we're not trying to troll one another all day long and that be the only thing Thanksgiving is about is try to be crappy to one another. That's ridiculous. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're never gonna get through all this. A straight face, like you're yeah. you're really thinking about this. So so yeah, humor. I think the larger picture is humor. Yeah. Humor might be. A I good think way. it's funny because my suspicion, I'm gonna do a bit of psychologizing here, but my suspicion is that Don is has heard all this talk about weird sexual you know all that kind of stuff and he's sitting here thinking i've got i've got to, i've got to somehow save this and he's like look the point is just humor okay that's what you need to take away from this yes and which is actually good advice and it, yeah and if the family is religious they're going to be doing that already but hooray for having a religious family that's interested in theology and not just what they have in common in their bubble, but also to discuss their differences. Hooray I, for that. I that's don't know awesome. if there's anything else here that, to, uh, you might that just... we need to... Okay, let's go on to the next one. Yeah. Okay, my list... The next one is be honest. Well, look, I, I want you to hear this because this is going to be be honest, and we want you to be honest. Honesty yeah. is a good thing. Be completely honest. But this guy wants you to not only be honest, but go hardcore, go yes. hard, and usurp Thanksgiving. There will Let's be beeps. Hear what this. he has to say. Yes, we're going to have to, it's going to be a train wreck. Yeah. So Thanksgiving at my house was pretty much the same every single year. My mama raised four kids by herself. She worked her ass off at her job day in and day out just to earn his meat. And every single year, the day before Thanksgiving, she would go to the store and she'd buy everything she needed for a huge meal. Then she would come home and she would chop it all up all night long, cooking, preparing, cleaning things, baking, making desserts, and everything you could possibly imagine. All night long she did this. And the next day when Thanksgiving rolled around and the family gathered, she was exhausted. But she managed to serve us a meal that was so amazing. Even kings and queens just a couple hundred years ago would never see anything like it. And of course, just like good little cult members, every single year, 
we will bow our heads and give 100% complete credit for the meal to Jesus Christ. That's a cult Jesus member? Christ, man. A mythical figure that had nothing to do with the oh. meal at all. It kind of me out to think that. Okay, so is a mythicist. You, you and uh, Richard Carrier and Robert Price, those are the three, right? Um, do, are cult members the only ones who bow their heads? No. Well, uh, here's the thing about this. Like, like if you members? really were that concerned about your mom, why don't you help her? That would be a lot better. Right. Help right. her make the dinner. Help her cut some vegetables. It's hard to screw up cutting vegetables. Right. You know? But you didn't really care about that. You thought, this is my bully pulpit to yeah. talk about atheism. And, talk and you know what? Your mom's going to be really irritated by this. Yes. Because if, if, if she's a single mother and she's having you all do that to pray every year and thank Jesus Christ, then that means that is something deeply meaningful to her. She thinks, I was sharing this with my wife, and my wife said, yeah, I, I've done that before. And, and you know what we're actually thinking is? It's by the grace of God that we have vegetables that grow out of the ground and that we have breath in our lungs and that we can cook this meal on a day where the whole point in our minds is that we are thankful to God and thankful for what he's done to give us opportunities like this. Your mom's all in, dude. At least that's what it sounds like. Yeah, and you're peddling mythicism, which nobody that's respected. It's just going to tick everybody off. Yeah. I don't understand what's the approach. This is usurp well, Thanksgiving. Yeah, Let, let's see if there's ruined Thanksgiving exactly. for the hardworking mom. Every single year, instead of giving my mom the credit for all her hard work, we gave credit to something that doesn't even <laughs> exist. Well, <laughs> that. this year I'm going to ask to say grace, and I'm going to give my own special grace. I'm going to say, dear mom, who art in the kitchen, thank you very much for everything you have done for us. You are responsible for this meal. You're the one that cooked it. You're the one that bought all the stuff. You're the one that served it in your house. You are the one that deserves all the credit for this. And we thank you. We appreciate you for everything you've done for us. We understand the sacrifices you make, and it is appreciated. We love you for it. And while I'm at it... You know what? You can say all that to your mom, and it still be true that she did all that hard work and did all that stuff. There's nothing wrong with thanking your mom. We're all about gratitude. Right. But you know what your mom's going to do if she's like... Most mothers, I th most Christian mothers, I think would be is while you're saying that she's going to be softly weeping and starting to weep harder, and it's going to turn into a full-on cry mm -hmm. because she's reminded once again that the thing that matters the most to her doesn't seem to matter as much to her. In fact, her son seems hostile. Right, to her. and not only that, she's thinking it is because of God and Christ and the Holy Spirit that everything you just thanked me for was possible. Now, whether you agree with that or not is utterly irrelevant, Mr. Uh, what's, who is this? Atheist? Uh, uh, cult, cult of Dusty. Of Dusty. He's the cult member. Yeah, I mean, he's... <laughs> okay, so, so whether you believe it or not, your mom does. But let's make sure that we can be as disrespectful as possible to the person that you're claiming to uphold and esteem. Uh, that that's, doesn't make any sense whatsoever to say, I want to say grace so I can throw it in my mom's face while I'm placating about her with how good she is for what purpose because your 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 mom sounds like the kind of woman who would be you know thanking god that everything you're thanking her for is possible but this is just ridiculous i don't want to cut out any more cuss words because editing is going to be tough so let's right. go on to the next that, thing. That, i don't know what he else just he go, said oh he goes on to thanking the ground for producing the food and all, all that yeah you know who created all that all the, the ground for the vegetables, animals, to turkeys. You know who created all that? God. God. This and guy. We're thinking inanimate you know, objects now. Yeah. So atheists don't take this advice. Don't say, ah, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna insist I say the prayer so I can offend 
you know, everyone by and then say and then offend in such a way that if you call me on it, no, I'm trying to give thanks. No, you. That's not what you're doing. This is this is cheap. Because he could he could always say that he has this out that no, I was giving thanks to you. I wasn't giving. You know, I wasn't. No. Uh, now on this one, this one, I'm not gonna. Now here we're gonna have the same problem again, Pritchett, between the two of us that we had with Tracy, and that is I'm not gonna say. At first, I, I watched the video. I thought, oh, he's telling us to lie. Or he's mm-hmm. telling atheists to lie. I don't think he's necessarily telling atheists to lie here. Um, we'll see. Uh, yeah, well, let's just play it. You make up your own minds. What should an atheist say if they're asked to say grace during Thanksgiving dinner? There's an awkward moment that happens at Thanksgiving dinner for a lot of people when you are visiting family, visiting relatives, and, you know, before you eat dinner, someone might, they might take your hands and ask you to say grace. And this is a dilemma for some atheists where it's like, well, what should I do? Should I, should I say, should I just stay silent? Should I uh, say a grace but not mention God? Or should I say God and just pretend for the sake of appearances and everything? Um, or should I? There's a really simple way to bypass literally everything in every video that we've looked at so far. And that is the very reasonable suggestion that if someone were to add, like, because if you're an atheist and they're, they're not, they're, it's, they're not going to ask you. Yeah, but if unless you, they don't know right, because they, you're they lying don't to get know, money. If they don't know that you're an atheist and they do ask you, you know what you can do that is exactly the same thing that lots of Christians will do every Thanksgiving and will do in church if the pastor every asks them to Sunday pray. Every Sunday school class I've All ever you've had. got to do is say, oh, I, oh, thank you, but I'd prefer not to. Right. End of it. That's the end. Right. That's it's all, over. That's all you have to do. I, <laughs> I, as a Sunday school teacher, um, there are people that... that have declined to pray out loud because they're not comfortable doing it. They're Christians, are good, godly people. They believe in Jesus. Um, they don't. They don't want to. They don't want to pray out loud. That's. They're not comfortable doing it. I get that. That's fine. No one cares. It's like, oh, okay. And you know what? You ne- don't ever do. You don't ever ask them again. Right. And after. And, and I guess the fear is that afterwards, somebody say, "Oh, yeah, hey, why weren't you willing to pray?" First of all, I don't believe that's going to happen. And if it does happen, you just say, "I just didn't. I just didn't feel comfortable." I. I, I you know, th- that's it. That's it. And it's all true. I pray out loud all the time, and there are times where I'm asked to pray, and I'm like, I need you to Pritchett, pray. would you lead us in prayer right uh, now? Uh, no, I'm... Uh, Dang it! Watching these atheist videos doesn't have me in a good place. <laughs> <laughs> You'd prefer not to. <laughs> Should I just say, like, nope, not saying grace, which is awkward in and of itself. Right, if and, you do it like that, uh, yes. I think it's okay to say yes. I think you can say, I will say grace. But really, it's all about saying thanks. And I think atheists can accept that offer to say thanks to a lot of people. You are thankful to the the farmers and the workers, the laborers who grew the food and got it to you. You're thankful for your family and your friends and your community and your colleagues and everyone you interact with on a regular basis. You're, You're thankful for your children. You're thankful for anyone who inspires you and gets you through the day. You're thankful for nature, for being alive and, you know, able to live in this amazing world that we live in. So there's plenty to be thankful for. Um, I would make one suggestion, though, in addition to that, which is that if they don't ask you to say grace, but they do ask you to, like, sit there and pray. Okay, before he says what he's about to say, he's so excited to get this off his chest. But first of all, his, his recommendation is, and this is where we have to discuss, is this him saying to lie or be deceptive? Uh, he's saying if they ask you to pray, it's or if they ask you to say grace, 
um, then you then it's okay to say yes because to say grace is really just to be present your thankfulness. And so as you pray, you can think about the fact that you're thinking all these other things. Yeah, yeah. What you could do is what you can do is instead of opening in traditional, you know, our Father or dear Lord or whatever, you just go right into giving thanks. You know, just say. We are thankful, you know. Give yeah. almost as if it's a toast. Or nobody a speech, and nobody right? will notice, probably. Right, um, but and, that's part of the problem. And, and, and but you can close it out, and if you don't want to say in Jesus' name or anything, you just to close out your and we're thankful for the food. Amen. Amen just means let it be. Let it be. We're all in agreement. So, but here, no but, big but deal. okay, you could do that. But here, here's the question. I'm I, I, here's the thing is if you're asked to say grace, do you say, now grace is a term that everyone at that table understands to mean, uh, will you pray over this food and give thanks to mm-hmm. God? And if you accept that without caveat, see, I, look, atheists, here's me. First of all, accept Jesus Christ and don't have any of these problems. But secondly, if you're not going to do that, don't do this, I don't think. Pritchett maybe thinks you should. My thing is just say, oh, I'd prefer not to. Because then there's no ruse. Right? There's no, there's no. But there's uh, no ruse if you don't open it with dear God and you don't and, think so? and, and, and close it in Jesus' name. You're just, you're just offering a word. Okay. Well, you're you're actually more uh, cool with this than I am. You're like more. He you're said, on board. He said if you're asked. Now, if you're asked, you 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 could say no. Mm. Perfectly fine. I agree with that. But if you're gonna say yes, don't do the other guys thing in the last video. Do yeah. this thing, but you don't know what, usurp. But here's the thing: every Thanksgiving prayer, we give thanks for all kinds of stuff that he mentioned, and then on top of that, God. So, yeah, you know, we, it's not like if you're thanking God, therefore you're not thanking the people who prepare the food. The people. Okay, who so you're you're cool with that one. That is, I mean, if you're going to not say no, uh-huh. then you can give a word of thanks. At least be so, at least be so low key about it. Yeah, that nobody notices. Right, but you don't have to say. Ah, not gonna thank God. You don't exist. Blah blah. Okay. You know, chest thumpers. Keep your eyes open when everyone else uh, is closing them, because that's the best opportunity for you to look around and find out who else at the table is secretly an atheist. Because you're false. This is stupid. You know what? Not everyone closes this. Bow your head, close your eyes. Thing is not in the Bible. No. Uh, typically, in the Bible, uh, in the ancient world, maybe prayer would be looking upward. Um, sometimes people would lift their hands, their holy hands up, you know. Um, or some people who are committed Christians are just still have their eyes open and they're going, this is going to be awesome. This food. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, there's nothing what am I going to get first? There, there's nothing in the Bible about closing. I don't close my eyes um, very often. Um, you don't need to close your eyes in order to concentrate. Uh, most things- Maybe they're trying to see if their kids are closing their eyes. Do you ever think of that over yeah. at the kiddie table? Yeah, or if their kids are already eating all the prayers. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm sure Christians have earned this trope. If someone has their eyes open during the prayer, that means they're an atheist. Yeah, no. What, what, Think about what's being said here. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of atheists at my church. I'll tell you what. Right. Because they must. Because they keep their Why eyes atheists? open. Why atheists? Why not some other religion? Or just right. Not don't know what they are like a lot of people agnostic or they're wiccans or just casually christians you know are there are there hindus or hardcore christians that just happen to have their eyes open yeah like you're bound to find me with my and it means nothing it literally means nothing nothing you don't have to that's another thing is he serious though he could be just joking around you don't have to christians you don't have to bow your head and close your eyes i mean 
You can, or you can, or you can get on your knees, or you can look up to the sky. It doesn't. Who cares? God doesn't care if you bow your head. That's a. That's okay, a, but let's. Go. But I think Christians, by the way, probably have earned that trope. Uh, Why? Because Christians a lot of times insist on every, bow your head when you pray. Yeah, you well, you know what? I think that's awesome. You know why? Because it's even reverence. It, you think bowing your yes, head is, is I think a it's cultural. Teach, it's a way to teach your children and those around you to show that respect a, and reverence and consider what we're actually doing here. Yeah, but getting on your knees is even more reverent, and then you can go, you can you can. Yeah, but look, there's something that, about I, you can play. I, the yeah, I know, but I don't care. Or, there is that if this is a socially. Uh, a culturally formed thing among Christians in the modern West, and it is a way that they show reverence, then then I think it's probably a good thing. Now, if you want to go further, Pritchett, and go all hardcore and say, from now on, we're going to sit down at the table until everybody gets here, and then we're going to get up and get on our knees, and thank God for this. I'm all for you, man. I'll support the program. Yeah. Okay, well, this is where <laughs> I, I understand wanting to... This is fun. I'm having fun. Yeah. But I don't know. It, the whole thing, I don't, I don't, bow your head, close your eyes. That's okay, take it okay. or leave it. You're all going to be doing it's the same more thing. Reverend. Which is like, oh, hey, there's someone with their eyes open. Cool. There's we're another atheist. Now. My name is Wait, Clement wait, Meta, we're, we're buddies now. We're buddies I'm now? I'm not buddies with anyone else in here. I'm only buddies with the other Only with possible right. atheists yeah. who are certainly atheists if they have their eyes open. Right. <laughs> I write for friendlyatheist.com. Okay, we don't. Okay. Yeah. All right, next thing. Yeah. Uh, all right, now, here we go. Talk now, even. There's two videos here. The first one I'm going to play you actually is the one that on the same year took place after things. This one, the first one took place after Thanksgiving. The second one I'm going to play, they did before Thanksgiving. And the only reason I'm playing them out of order is because I want to save what I think is the most reasonable advice for last. This, this was great. People are going to be like, why are you doing that? It's from two years ago and has 208 views. This is what I love. It has nothing to do with the show. Scroll up just a hair. 61,000 yeah, this was, this was yeah, but 208 people decided to watch this. Yes, but this was their second episode. That's why. Is that back, you know, like if you go back to our earliest, now we get, you know, somewhere between that, a thousand and five thousand views. In two years, they got 60,000 subscribers. I'll tell you why I suspect that is the case is because I think this show is a part of the atheist community of Austin, which also hosts the atheist experience. And both of these guys are occasionally on the atheist experience. Mm. And so it's, it's one of those deals where like it kind of exposed them to a lot of people, oh. you know, that kind of thing. And Eric Murphy here on the right is the guy who debated David Wood, and I have an episode reviewing that debate that you can go check out. Uh, all right, and I think this guy on the left I met when I debated Matt Dillahunty, I think he was there. Why don't we have 60,000 subscribers? Because we're not a part of the atheist community of Austin. That's why. I'd, I'd be happy for them to put us to promote our program, but yeah. I don't think they're going to. I don't think we can count on that. Hey. Howdy. And welcome to Talk Heathen. This is episode two. Thank you. And uh, Thanksgiving just finished. How was your How was your Thanksgiving, Jamie? Turkey licious. Yeah, about yeah. the same here. Yeah. About the same here. I. Uh, you didn't have goose. Nope. Nope. We had uh, honey baked ham, and uh, these are clearly the most likable guys. I it think was of what I've seen here. Not as, I was about to ask, yeah. Yeah. Well, Did you well, have well, a lot of Jesus with your turkey? No, it was it was very considerate, very kind. I actually gave a toast to start. Yeah. Uh, Wait, the, the opposite of Jesus of, um, is considerate and kind? Let's not give him a hard time okay. about it. Let's let him off the hook. Instead of doing a prayer. 
Oh, you got entirely away from the Jesus. It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, I, over time, most of my hyper-religious relatives have kind of selected themselves out of my life. So oh. it's kind of worked out in the long Aren't run. Aren't you glad what you're not you? my cousin? How, how did religion work its way You wouldn't have been worked um, out of his life. Thanks, uh, hmm. um, well, let's see. I, I kind of had a two-part Thanksgiving because I had right. uh, like a smaller dinner with immediate family. Like, for real, um, that I, I'm going to give him this. It was That's amazing. actually a bad thing, because if what he's saying is correct, and I have no reason to doubt him, Christians should be much more interested in unbelievers that are present. Yeah. Like, if I was there, all, the only per like, I would talk with my family stuff and eat and all that, because it's, it's a family thing. But if Eric Murphy was at my dinner, that's the only person I'd want to talk to for the right. rest of the day. Yep. It'd be fun. Uh, I'd feel like I was doing my, you know, personal evangelism, trying to reach someone for Christ. Mm -hmm. um, I'd be considerate, and so I think we'd be cool together. And if you gave me the indication that, hey, I'm kind of done with this conversation, I'd be done too. But the point is, um, Christians do better. Yeah. If, it, the, the, the takeaway from this is if Eric Murphy shows up at Thanksgiving, he's your best friend. On Wednesday, and then a larger dinner in the afternoon on Thursday. I will check you uh, out. Yeah. Right. I ended up being late to the second one, so I presumably, just because it was hosted at a family friend's house, presumably there was a large prayer and everyone joined in and it was people I'm standing throughout the house all praying and lowering their heads at once. Um, but I was late and so I missed that. Um, not intentionally, I just, uh, I mean, you, you know how I am, you know how I am from I time do. to time with... I had a good, there was a good reason for me to be late. Um, yeah. yeah. But um, there was a good reason this time, really. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, earlier this week, my mother said something along the lines of like, oh, something, something, going to church, you know, which I know is like garlic for you atheists. Did she really say that? Yeah, she really oh said that. Oh, my gosh. I, like, I was like, oh. I don't know. I feel weird actually saying, like, talking about something my mother said on camera. Then I'll position us away from that. You well, know, no, no, no. I mean, I, it's funny because, well, okay, so I can talk about it broadly, which is the people not understanding um, that atheist doesn't mean, like, allergic to Jesus. Yeah. Now, wait a minute here. Okay. Earlier, this guy, uh, your, your guy, your buddy. Uh, I don't even know him. Yeah. Sounds I'm just like, saying both of these guys. Well, yeah, but he he seems he seems to be allergic to Jesus because he was like anything without this Jesus stuff is amazing, you know. And I don't have these religious people. He went so far as to say there wasn't any Jesus in your turkey. Yeah, as if that would be something to be allergic to. Right. I'm giving these guys a pass on that. Look, here's the thing. He goes yeah, on to but, say but, but, he goes on to say that going to church, I could even enjoy going to church on occasion. Right, stuff, right, right, right. And but, I think that's great. Oh, yeah, but he says one thing you don't understand about atheists. No, one thing you don't understand about almost your entire community. And every video we watch before this one confirms that. That mm. this guy goes on to say, ah, church, great, I'd like to speak in tongues. Yeah, we don't need to play the rest of the video. Yeah. Um, he goes on to say that he's not allergic to church and that he can have a good time at church. Yeah, it's, you get together, you sing songs. That's great. You're, great. you're, you're the kind of atheist right. that's much but, more but reasonable. We don't... Your mom was perfectly within her rights to say something snarky because it's almost entirely the case with your community that you're allergic to Jesus. Well, so I don't. No, look, look, every video we see, our YouTube comments, your yes, poll. Yes, but that fact the that they do that. response to your poll about what do you want to hear from a preacher if you had to go to church, 
You know, mo- we, we, we talked to the very few people who gave us a actual response that wasn't, God, never go to church, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I'm sorry. He doesn't know his own community because I'm sorry. I have, I think your community has done such a poor job. We picked on Christians. Let's pick on them. Uh, our community has, your community has done uh, such a poor job of communicating that you're interested in theology and that you're, that you can sit through a church service that it's, we should just assume that you're not like this fella uh, unless you say otherwise up front, because I'm sorry, most atheists have acted like they can't sit in church, they can't stand Jesus, they want to either troll a prayer or they want to usurp it and make a big scene, um, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, it's it's ridiculous, but I'm glad that this one guy, not both of them, I know you're giving the other guy a pass, but the one guy here does say that he could sit through church like a grown-up. Yeah, I appreciate that, and... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, but but his this wasn't his advice. But I wanted to play this one because it could be advice. Which is, he said he happened to show up late and end up after the prayer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now he says he had a legitimate reason he wasn't trying to do that. But um, is that maybe good advice? Now, um, I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm going to say no too. Because it's never good to, unless you announce ahead of time that you're going to be late. Mm-hmm. If they say dinner's at five thirty, I don't. I don't like it when anyone's late, and including myself. I hate being late, and I used to always be late. You know, I used to have his problem. You know, I mean, I, I, I when you have when when your kids are real young, remember how you would never get anywhere on time because you were trying to hoard multiple kids. And at one point, we had two kids in car seats. You know, and then. Uh, Zachary stuck in the middle, whining about being stuck between two car seats in the yeah, back seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be a hassle. I understand being late, uh, but unless you inform your hosts that you're going to be late, well, you could do that. You could, yeah. you could. If I'm an atheist yeah. and I'm going to a place, it's going to be weird for me for whatever reason because they're going to do a thing that is ridiculously common in our nation. Right. But, I, but it's going to bother me. Could you? I could just text and be like, "Hey, go on and say the prayer and start without me because I'm going to be about ten minutes late." Yeah. Cool, and I'm cool can, with that. And, but you know what? If you do that and you show up and they're like, "Hey, we waited for you," then guess what? That's the game you're playing, pal. That's, right. that's, what, we're, <laughs> that's what we're doing. But but the thing about it is, um, I don't think that's good advice. Not that he's given that advice, but I don't think that'd be good advice. And here's why: because if you're going to do a thing, then do a thing. Okay. If you're going to do this, then do this. Uh, and plus, is it? Yeah, it's like uh, I mean, you, if you're late, you're late. Yeah, if you are, in, if you're legitimately late. I mean, I guess there's a cost-benefit analysis here, but again, the best advice that we could give you is just embrace Jesus and not want to be late. So, well, a lot of Christians run late for Thanksgiving and miss the prayers too. Oh, you know, that's so. true. Yeah. So, look, you give your two cents on this, and we'll move on. I, yeah, I mean, it's like if you call ahead of time, it's just. Say you're going to be late. Please don't wait on. You think me. that's the that's how, an atheist could get out of this that way? That's your advice. If, if the goal is to duck a prayer with your family, which is an absurd goal to have, mm-hmm. if you're already having absurdities in your life, like I need to make sure I'm not present when someone else is speaking to God that I don't mm-hmm. believe in. Blah 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 blah. If that's your thing, first world problems again. If you're trying to navigate how to miss out on that. Yeah. As a side note, I was thinking about this this morning. We have a couple of third world citizens that l- watch our show. And occasionally in the comments, it's really funny because we'll be talking about like pain and suffering and, you know, problem of evil and stuff. And some atheists will be like, yeah, we'll tell someone in the third w- in a third world country that you feel that way. And we've got a couple of people that will pop up and be like, 
I live in a third world country. We're fine. We believe in God. Down here. <laughs> I, love, <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. But yeah. Anyway, all right, let's move on to the... Now, this was their pre-Thanksgiving thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe the best advice, aside from give your life to Jesus, that I think you could, you could encounter. Holidays. So with uh, Thanksgiving coming up, I'm, I'm really excited. This is going to be my first Thanksgiving in Texas. Um, oh, that's right. You've yeah. never seen a Texas-sized turkey before. No, I haven't. What about Texas you? Texas-sized. Um, I've lived here my whole life. So yeah, I've seen a Texas-sized turkey before. Now about the same thing, usually. I know that um, when we talk to people who email in or come after... I may cut some of this out. Are you hesitating because you just know that my mind is formulating jokes? Star of India after the show. Uh um, A lot of people talk about... Turkeys. The dread of going... China, yeah. Right. And um, uh, worrying which, oddly about enough, I don't think you know, sitting behind the, you know, sitting in front of the, the dinner table and everybody's wanting to pray or giving you that mm. expectant look because they know you're mm. an atheist or just kind of how to navigate that mm. situation. Yeah. Okay, so stop without, that. Um, okay, we live in talking. a culture where now it's come to the point where women in their late 50s and 60s have the hair color of a bag of Skittles. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> if... No, it's not just the young That's people. That's a great anymore. line, man. That's great. It's not even. It's not just young people. Okay, if you have your hair like that, you're gonna get the expected look like. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I don't care. There's nothing morally wrong I, I about it. I don't either. Really, it's kind of silly. But if that's but not thing, morally wrong, not morally wrong. No, you um, just disagree with it fashionably. But, but yes, I do. Um, especially at that age. But um, there's a certain when you anyway. Uh, I'm. Some people, if you dye your hair like a bag of Skittles, are going to look at it. And you know what? If you're an atheist Period. and you show up and there's a woman like that present with the, with the uh, hair color, they're probably more interested in her than they are you. Right. You know? but, but I'm just saying, he's whining about, oh, you're going to get that look at the dinner table. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that's a little you made your, Honestly, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, but you made you, you did that to yourself. Okay. T- suck it up, but the, the, they dread. The, what he said, we get a lot of emails where people just dread the holidays. They dread this kind of. Thing. I think a big chunk of the dreading the holidays has has something to do with the atheism. I think a big chunk of it has absolutely nothing to do with the atheism. And as a certain aged person, you would be annoyed again because you're not at home watching Netflix after stuffing yourself. Right. That's a thing that a lot of Christians can resonate with because for a lot of people, you're getting a group of people together. That, and they're going to want to pray. What, no, no, no. You're get, even for Christian. imagine an entirely Christian Thanksgiving. You're getting a group of people together that have, in a certain respect, even if they're all Christians, they have grown slightly in different directions since they were an immediate family or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have differing opinions. That tr- Really, the thing that's a whole lot more uh, possibly explosive than this issue is politics right now. And that all of this is there, and, and they a lot of people just don't want to be a part of it. You know, they don't want to be a part of that. They don't want to deal with it, but they love their family. So I think there's a big chunk of this that has absolutely nothing to do with the atheism and has to do with that pe- there are a certain kind of person with a certain sort of family DNA that Thanksgiving just isn't as enjoyable for them. Yeah, but not—I'm going by what he's saying. They're going to want you to—they're going to want to pray— and talk about Jesus, and talk about being thankful to God. Oh, awful. Yeah, they're going to yeah. give me lots of food. How horrible this must be. 
again, it's like going to a it's like going to a, a woodworkers convention, right. and uh, well, they're just talking about wood carving. Why are they always talking about wood at this woodworking convention yeah. that's focused completely on woodworking? It's Thanksgiving. This thing is about giving thanks. The people that believe in God think about it as giving thanks to God. That's just the way it's going to be. You should expect it. Mm. And it sounds like he does expect it. So fine. Talking to somebody on the line, I, I kind of want to. Yeah, the most. I think I would make a very good if I didn't believe in God and I was an atheist. I think I would make a much more laid back atheist. I, think yeah. I, I don't think I would have a lot of this, a lot of this drama. I don't Awkward know. part for me with the praying at literally every meal mm -hmm. um, is when there are other people there that are non-believers that everyone knows are non-believers. Like I'll do the whole hand holding thing. Right, because family, whatever, I symbolism. I know that we're not making like a spiritual Jesus circuit that's right. being completed to um, that activate the Jesus electricity to yeah. power the Jesus Mind miracles, you, but I agree with him. to Jesusify the bread <laughs> or whatever. Right, that's right. Um, Jesus, but uh, there, <laughs> I'll sit at this table holding hands, and I was oh, let's bow our heads to pray, and I'm doing the typical, I'm an unbeliever, my head is up. And then I look, and all the other. Well, what is the thing again about your head being up because you're an unbeliever? Is that like your silent protest or something? I don't know because my head might be up too, and I might be. Yeah, is know. he thinking like the? I don't think this guy would think like the other guy. Well, clearly there's an atheist. Let's we'll see what he says. Are like, mm, just like, really? Yeah, I don't like it. It weirds me out. You know, at, at big gatherings that I've so been to. So he's weirded out by the other that, people that are not That's bad. how you I, know. I have my head up and I'm looking around to see who else has and their And they're head. looking up at you and you're just kind of making that yeah. like. It's like a game of yes. werewolf, actually. Do you know that? It is. That party game? It is. Sitting around um, in it. Yeah. So, but, you know, I actually have started to separate away. and From and turkeys? From prayer. From prayer, and what well, I'll it's say, about time. What I'll say, no, what, what I'll say is actually, we have a video on our channel where Pendulette says that atheists should pray. So you know what? I I respect your faith tradition, mm -hmm. um, and please, no, go, you know, go go for it. Like, please, it's totally okay to pray. have that conversation, go over there and pray. or it's there totally okay to have uh, yeah. that prayer. You know, you should go right mm -hmm. ahead. You know, that, that says, I acknowledge you, and that's all right, and it's not setting the expectation that you have to sit there and. What is all this need for affirmation? I want my atheism affirmed by everyone else, and I want to be able to make sure that you know that I affirm you. No, show up, do the prayer thing, and start eating. It's that simple. And if they ask you to pray, which they probably won't, you say, I'd prefer not to. Right. That's it. That's all it is. That's the end of this. Right. Yeah. Don't lie. Don't deceive. Don't usurp. Just be cool. Yeah. It's awkward. Yeah, okay. It's awkward for a lot of people that are not atheists. Just mm -hmm. be cool, man. Well, you don't understand the plight of atheists, Braxton. That's true. Fair point. I, I'll give you that. So the thing, the thing we want to point out, he, he made a point here that, look, here's what you can do. If you're going to be weirded out by this stuff, or if you're going to not appreciate it, or you just don't want to be a part of it, that is your right. I'll give him that. So if you show up for Thanksgiving, I appreciate that this is like you said, in my house we're going to do what I do on Thanksgiving. Right. And he's like, that's cool. Would it be okay if I'm just, you go ahead and do that and I'm just going to chill over here for a minute, pet the dog or whatever? Is that, you know, I think that that's probably the best advice that I've seen here, aside from just, just chill and if they ask you to pray, say, I'd prefer not to. But I, if you're not going to do that... Then saying, hey, do your thing. I think that's great. I, I just, it's not my thing. I, yeah, okay, time to pray. Uh, who, who do you say that to? And what, do you, who do you say that to? 
I don't understand how that works. It's time to pray everyone kind of gathers around. and then We pray. don't do the hand-holding thing anyway yeah, in my Well, family. I mean, I guess we're inconsistent on that. I don't know. My dad, while everybody's still standing around in the living room, will be like, all right now, everybody. <laughs> That's what he sounds like. Uh, we're going to pray, and we're going to eat all this good food. Yeah. Let's pray. You won't even you won't even see it coming, guys. It's, yeah. it's going to happen while you're in the middle of Assassin's Creed what or whatever. Do, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, no, y'all go ahead. I, don't do that. Don't make this big thing. That you don't. And if you think you're going to sit there and watch Mandalorian or something, he's going to be like, "All right, now pause that TV. We're going to pray." <laughs> this is how it's going to happen. Yeah, it just just get. If I cannot believe that there's like to the point of existential crisis over this, um, but. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you can bow out, but bow out without bowing out. You know what I'm saying? Just stand there. You know? What would you do, though? Let's turn this around. Let's be fair. Let's, let's do this. Okay. Let's imagine you were raised atheist, but then you became a Christian. Okay. Okay? And your parents and your family, you're, you're together for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, instead, what? it's not Thanksgiving. It's, it's whatever atheist holiday. But it's, it has all the trappings of Thanksgiving. And they say, all right, now we're going to have our moment of silence for um, Mother Nature and, and all this, and we're going to talk about the fact, or we're going to appreciate the fact that we now have come to the point in society where we know there's no God. And while you do that, I'm going to be praying. Yes, that's fine. It's simple. Or if I was the atheist, I would sit there, while y'all are praying, I'm just going to sit here and reflect on the things I'm thankful for. Yeah. Just quiet reflection. Yeah. If you don't, prayer is communication with God. If you're not communicating with God because you don't believe that God exists, just moment of silence type thing just what are you thankful for this year pritchett uh i am thankful for the things that i've continually been thankful for i'm thankful for my salvation and i'm not saying that to sound pious i am thankful that i am first and foremost uh, yeah um i am thankful for all the blessings god has given me with my family i've got an awesome wife i've got awesome kids for the most part uh uh, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful oh. for your dad for bringing me almost six years on uh, this this job. I'm thankful for this job. I'm thankful for our seminary, and I'm thankful for our students uh, and all of my friends. I mean, this is just, uh, you know what? It gets rough around here sometimes. Still living the dream. I am thankful for all the things that you just mentioned, except where you mentioned things that are specific to your life, the ones that are specific to my life. Yeah. Well, I'm thankful for your wife too, but I'm thankful for my wife more, right? <laughs> right. Um, uh, but but I would also say I'm thankful for the people that watch this channel, yeah. the atheists that watch this channel, and the Christians that watch this channel. I'm thankful for all the commenters. I'm thankful for all the thumbs ups, and I'm thankful for all the thumbs downs because, heck, I'm in the spirit, and I'll just tell you, every time you give me a thumbs down, it helps the channel just as much as when you give me a thumbs That's up. Right, I mean. It's still tells YouTube this stuff is hot Mm -hmm. spread it around so um, but I'm thankful to all of you so slam that thumbs down slam that thumbs up slam that subscribe button yeah and Atheist, I don't feel for you on this because I've not heard anything that rises to the level of anything other than a pathetic first world problem however you can come to my house we'll be cool you don't have to pray you don't have to bow your head you don't have to do anything uh, you show up late if you want to. If not, if you want to get there. Is that a legitimate work, offer? Yes. If you're an atheist living within 100 miles of Evansville, Indiana, yeah. Pritchett will host you for host Thanksgiving. You, you don't have to pray, but, but and he'll be your best friend the whole time. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to have a conversation. Yeah, that's right. Right? But, I mean, you know, it's no big deal. But you should actually rather spend your time with your, your family instead of mine. But um, just get through it. There's a lot of things that Christians have to no, get through. No, sacrifice this Thanksgiving unless your parents are... You know, having health problems or something, sacrifices Thanksgiving, go to Pritchett's house, 
Uh, he'll convince you to become a Christian. Yeah. The Holy Spirit will convict you. And then next year, you can go back and have an even better. It'll be doubly good for next Thanksgiving there you go. because all your family will. We'll have an evangelistic Thanksgiving at my house. <laughs> yeah. But now you have to come and preach. So you just... No, you're going to preach. Okay. This is on you. I didn't volunteer my Thanksgiving. You're the evangelist, <laughs> man. Oh, man. I, I'm thankful for all that stuff. Uh, there's a lot to be thankful for. I, I, uh, it's great. Yep. Well, I hope you're in the spirit now. After you watch this, you are required by Trinity Radio Law to go put up your Christmas tree. And um, we'll see you next time on Trinity Radio. <laughs>